Welcome back to Sports Dump, Lewis County's only sports podcast, sponsored by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery, Global Septic, and AmeriCool Heating and Cooling. I'm Aaron Van Tyle, joined tonight by Chronicle Sports Editor Alec Dietz and Chronicle Sports Reporter Josh Kirschenbaum. And we are recording kind of with, with very little preamble here because district baseball is upon us. Almost or is it? Not, no. Oh, well, kind of. It is close. We're so excited. It's on the horizon. We were excited. Yeah, you were like, baseball's here, finally. It's <laughs> exactly what you said when I walked in. Yeah. Uh, the standings are sealed up, even if the season isn't over. Yeah, every, like everybody's got one league game left. Some are going on right now. PWV is playing Kalama in a game that just won't end. That's not a league game. No, no, that's I said oh, all yeah. these okay. games are all right. not Okay, there. okay, you're right, you're right. Uh, here's how things have fallen. In the two A's, the Evergreen Two A Conference will send four teams. Oh, the district, the district will send four teams onto state out of the District Four tournament. When does it officially start? Saturday. It starts Saturday. Uh, Tumwater has repeated as league champs with an eleven and one league record. They've won ten straight and have two starting pitchers with ERAs under one. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. How many years in a row have they won league? Just two, or is it more? I, I, was don't, going, I don't know what happened during the COVID year. I was going back through, not the archives, but like old searches. I think I saw that WF West won in like 2019. So, so yeah. Two, that sounds right. Two or three, depending on how you treat COVID. All right. So WF West is second with one meaningless non-league game left. Who's that against? River Ridge. Okay. Uh, Rochester won two must-win games over Aberdeen on Monday and Tuesday. The first one got them into the playoffs. The second one let them avoid the pigtail with the number three seed. The Warriors lost in the pigtail last season. How does the... So what, what place did they finish? They finished third? Yes. Okay. The four plays that just like every other sport, the four, four plays, plays the, the GSHL GSHL 5. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shelton gets the last spot. So at this yeah. point, we can bid adieu to Aberdeen and Black Hills and Centralia? Yep. Yep. Though they all still have games left. So it's not over, but it's it's kind of over. Yeah. Essentially, it's got a doubleheader against Interlake tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow. Cool. Interlake. Where, where's Interlake? Bellevue. North? Bellevue? Okay. Between the lakes. In the lake, actually. <laughs> Don't they have a weird mascot? Yeah, I think so. There's Isn't a that, lot of weird mascots up there. It's like the... Weird or just, like, unique. Interlake. The only one, one of those, like, three A's in that area I know is Lake Washington. They're the They're Saints. The, the kangaroos. Oh, they're the Saints. I thought there was... I'm thinking of something else that had a really weird mascot like the, like a UFO or something. That's awesome. Maybe it was Invaders. Somebody was the Invaders at one point. Mm. Maybe I'm just missing. I think it's SB Lives. Uh, the National SB Live site is doing like a March Madness style bracket where people can vote on the best high school in America. We don't really have any good Best ones. mascots. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Orofino out of Idaho. The only one in Washington I think I saw was Papermakers, Camus. Uh, the Sputters got a number one seed. Oh. Yeah. What about the kangaroos? Yeah. That's a good one. The Kangs. All right. Uh, the GSHL is still playing league games up until Friday, but right now, as it stands, Ridgefield is one at 12 and two. Hudson's Bay is two at 11 and three. Columbia River is three at 12 and four. Mark Morris in fourth at 10 and four. And Hawkinson in fifth at eight and six. Seeing a lot of comparison similarities to the two Bs, where you they really have, you know, four solid teams kind of all contesting with one another and then one team in the middle and then four teams that are multiple games under 500. So, yeah. 
they're still hashing out the order. Uh, is there any reason to believe we won't see Tumwater WFOS in the district finals? I know nothing about Ridgefield. I don't know anything about the GSHL in general. I think Mark Morris beat Rochester in a non-league game at the beginning of the year. Mark, Mark Morris has been solid. But do you, I don't know how much stock you want to take in yeah. that head-to-head. In the, it might have been the season opener. Yeah. So. River is sort of in the same spot as Tumwater. They had um, their ace is now pitching at UW, so they kind of had to replace him, but it seems like they're doing pretty well at it. Okay. So, I, yeah, we, I have no idea. Richfield's got a ripping set of all orange uniforms that are great. Oh, that sounds awful. They're, they're great. Uh, are they like pinstriped with blue or something too, or just straight orange? They just I look like Ricky remember. Fowler. I can't remember. I think they might be pinstriped with blue. I hated their basketball jerseys. I will say that they were right. just awful to look at. That orange is just too much. So district starts Saturday, that's and the, then that's the pigtail. Just pigtail. and then I think Monday is the first Tuesday. Like, I think okay. And then will they wrap up with a championship Friday? So they, I think they do Tuesday, first round, Wednesday. So the very next day is like the semifinals, and those are at the Rourke down in Ridgefield. And then I believe it's either Friday or Saturday for the championship and winner to state games. Okay, let me, I'll pull up the racket real quick. And but it's I'm like everything sure else right. where instead of doing a third place game, they just do two winner to state games. Yeah, they get four bids. Yeah, there's not like a third, fourth game. It's like once you get put in the losers bracket, you either advance through it or you don't. It's win two. Yeah, it looks win like two games in the losers bracket. So yeah, they're going Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's nice and clean. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nice and clean, this podcast brought to you by Gobel Septic, providing septic service and sanitation for Thurston, Lewis, Mason, Cowlitz, and Grays Harbor counties. Oh, there's going to be baseball games in all those counties. There is, and Goble Septic will be there. Oh, yeah. Take care of all your needs. Uh, septic pumping, inspection and riser installation, commercial septic pumping, <coughs> my favorite, grease trap services. They'll rent your porta potty and a sink to go with it. You know, you wash your hands. It's a smart thing to do. Yeah. Visit GobelSeptic.com. That's G-E-G-O-E-B-E-L-S-E-P-T-I-C.com. Did I spell that right? Maybe. <laughs> or give them a call at 360-736-2167. Gobel Septic, big fans. Uh, moving on to the 1A Evergreen League. Three teams out of the district tournament move on to state. Tonino and Montesano settled the league title on Tuesday. The Bulldogs earned their seventh straight league title. They split games, didn't they? Yes. Is Montesano bad for the sport? <laughs> uh, I would say it's worse in softball than it is in baseball. They're not going to win. They're not going to win in softball. Did they not make districts this year? Oh, they're going to make it. They're number two, but they're not going to win. They're not, they're not winning. Hopium's the, number one. They're not winning. Wow. The and title. Eatonville won it last year, so. All right. Man, your knowledge is just out of date. Hey, hey Montesano has won like 10 titles in the last 15 years. Well, not the last two. They've won a lot. Yeah. Not the last two. <laughs> I haven't been paying attention, obviously. My 1A softball knowledge isn't, isn't that uh, that great. Anyway, Tonino lost the first baseball match against Montesano 1916 earlier this season, which looks like it should be a misprint, but it is not. It baseball. is not. <laughs> they needed a sweep on the road Tuesday. They held on to an 8-4 win in the first game and led by two going into the sixth, but lost the second game 8-6. to six. So your final standings, Montesano 1, Tonino 2, Elma 3, and either Hoquiam or Eatonville will be the fourth seed into the district tournament. This is the beauty of the 1A Evergreen because there's only five teams. That, so uh, both Hoquiam and Eatonville are 1-10, in 10, and they are playing each other. 
Thursday, I think. That's and the winner goes to districts. It's just beautiful. You love to see it. Yeah. Uh, Tonino's lost just three games, twice to Montesino and once to 2A Rochester. They're currently in the top 10 in the RPI, and they could be a top 10 seed with a strong district showing. Yeah. No clue what the Trico looks like. Yeah, but I think, like, it, it, if you're Tonino, you're probably um, – I, I know they were a bit disappointed with how their non-league schedule turned out. I think they thought a lot of teams would be better than they turned out to be. But um, they they have a pretty decent-looking resume. Um going into this thing so if they can take care of business or you know make a district title run or something they could uh yeah they could be they could be a, a high seed which i don't know when's the last time tonight baseball was kind of in this position um, not too long ago but not that they won a district championship when 2016 when, yeah i think when connor hogue was there yeah so um so, so they, yeah they've, they've been good um they so, they open up district play on May eighth. That's Monday. Yep. At in Hoquiam against the Trico three, and we're not sure who that is. No. Okay. Who are who, who's in the Trico these days? We got Castle Rock, Castle Rock, the Christian Seen, schools. Yeah, I always Seen, confuse. Seton oh, Catholic K- and Kingsway. Kingsway. Yeah. yeah okay. Um, Le Center is usually the big one down out of the out of the Trico. I think Le Center is number one. And I think Stevenson is back Ryan in the Schlesser Trico, but I don't think they're good. But yeah, okay. usually it's LeCenter. It's probably a good bet that LeCenter is in there, the two Christian schools, and who was in there last year? Uh, oh, White Salmon is the other Trico school. Yeah. Oh, yeah so White Salmon. Castle Rock usually backs this way, and they haven't been great at baseball. Anyway, so, years. yeah. All right. And then in the C2BL and District 4, this tournament will take four teams to state, and I'm looking at the bracket now, and we've got a whole round of those Loser out pigtails on Saturday. And yeah, then so they, they do the pods. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like it. I like the setup, yeah. yeah. If you're going to take that many teams, which it's arguable if, that they should. Knock yeah. most of them out in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, make, and then make them play and make the winners play a doubleheader. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tudor Lake finishes the season on a 17-game winning streak to win the league title again. Toledo finishes second. Adding a tide with Napavine for third place, and you guys apparently know who gets the tiebreaker, but are sworn to secrecy, I believe. Yes. Ha ha ha. Who who got it? Uh-huh. We're uh, sworn to secrecy. Come on, it's just not that many people listening. Come you'll on, know. Guys. You'll know on Saturday. <laughs> uh, the Cal- right people listen, and that's the problem. <laughs> Kalama's fifth. They're Guy the only sixth. people that listen, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rainier is seventh, and they almost upset Napavine on Saturday, which I probably would have made that tiebreaker a moot point. Yeah, they both those Rainier Napavine games. I think Rainier scored like twelve combined runs in the last two innings, and the first game Napavine was up like twelve nothing, so it didn't matter. But the second game, they won six to five, held on by the skin of their teeth. There. All right. Uh, over in the Pacific. Iwako is the league champion, and Peel Valley is in second, so they will both host pods as well. Uh, yeah, so Toledo will host the Pacific 3 and Wakaikum, and either Adna or Napavine will play Rainier and PL. The winner of that game will stay on to play Peel Valley. And then the other one of Adna or Napavine will face the Pacific number 5 in Iwako. Okay, do we know who the Pacific 5 is? No, no. Ocosta, maybe a Raven South Bend. Maybe sure, it could be. I think Forks North is the Beach three. Have baseball, they still around. They right? do, but it does not have good. baseball, and it's bad. Yeah, I saw that they PWB beat them nineteen to two. I think, which was in in the last game. Yeah, which, in three innings, and then they forfeited the second. Which game. Which was the first runs that North Beach had scored all season. Sure. Yeah. 
All right. So probably probably not them. Probably not them. All Chief right. Lesh Eye's in there. Also oh, yeah, Lesh Okay. Um, and then in the 1Bs, we've got some stuff going on as well. <laughs> uh, Masiroc won the league district, whatever. What Coastal? Super 4. I don't know what Super the hell it is. League. It's 4. And it's the, they're all the, in the same district, too. So it's... What's the knockoff? What's the NIT knockoff of the Final Four? It's not the Fab Four. Is it the, is it the Fantastic Four? I don't know. Uh, I just pulled up all the, of the adjectives. I just pulled up the bracket for the district one slash two slash oh, four to be tournament. And yeah, this is just a glue game, isn't it? I don't know what's going on here. We'll uh, read through the notes. Okay. So Mossorock is number one. They'll play number four Oakville in one semifinal. And then you've got number two Nasel and number three Lake Quinault in the other. The winners play for an automatic state berth and the loser gets sent to the glue game. Where they on, get melted down. Uh, just <laughs> chopped up like a lame horse. Uh, and on May 13th, that's 10 days from now, in Lakewood High School, they will play. I don't really know. It's not. It's, it's they're like not even on Christian here. What is going something? on? Yeah, I don't know. It's a mess. It's just, yeah, it's a mess. But tickets are available on WIA.com, I guess. Oh, so. wow. <laughs> Great. I will say, uh, Mossy Rock, uh, we, when I went out there for the Nacelle game, we were talking about who listens to this. I was telling Alec this. Uh, as I was waiting to talk to Darren Kolb in the post game, I was just kind of hanging out on the side of the field for them to break their huddle. And a parent came up to me and tapped me on the shoulder and goes, I listen to the sports dump. Which one are you? What'd you tell him? I said, I was Josh. Oh, that was nice of you. <laughs> and he was like, ah, Josh, cool. I like your stuff. <laughs> oh, that was nice. And then he then he was like, "You're the one that makes all the right points," on opposed to those other two scrubs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, this podcast brought to you by Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery. Uh, if studying brackets is giving you a bit of a headache and you need maybe a little <laughs> little nap right in the office, you know, get a uh, you know get a fainting couch or something over. I can get Elam's a couch Home to furnishings. couch to sit all my new friends in Mossy Rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys can all just just take it out of their their beautiful baseball facility, sit on down there. Uh, I'm looking at their living room selection now, and boy, some of these group seating situations they're <laughs> called sofas, love seats, sectionals, wedges, sleep. Oh, a sleeper sofa. That's what you guys need. Yeah, nice little pullout couch. Just cart it out there with you. This one's already got sheets on it. I could bring that out to Mossy Rock. What a what a situation. Watch the game. From- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, Elam's Home Furnishings and Mattress Gallery at 1530 South Gold Street in Centralia. Stop in, check out the deals, or visit www.elamshf.com to, uh, you know, see pictures from the comfort of your own subpar furniture. We got some soccer news, too. Yeah, all the their brackets are done, too. Uh, 2A Ebco Boys Soccer. WF West finishes number two. They will host RA Long in the first round of the district playoffs Saturday at noon. Aberdeen's one, Tomwater's three, Black Hills is four. And as the four seed, they'll play a pigtail game against Woodland for the final district berth. Centralia finishes fifth, one game out of the pigtail. How many soccer teams go to state? Three? Four? I think it's still four, right? Yeah, uh, probably. I think yeah. so. Every single other one of the sports, it's four. So I can't imagine it would be different. All right. WFS made it last year. They were the 16 seed, and they had the oh yeah the privilege of playing <laughs> Columbia River in the first. And it's going to go round. much the same way. 
uh, this year. Columbia River is undefeated. They've given up like five goals all season. Yes. They've got a kid who has scored a million. Probably. Yeah. They've got a kid who has 106 career goals. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, 1A Evergreen Boys Soccer. Tonight is playing against Forks tonight. Yeah. This one's not settled yet. Yeah. That's right. Uh, with the win, they can make a district pigtail game, which will be played tomorrow. Yeah. You Josh. were saying you like the 1As because they don't have any of those pesky pigtails. Well, Guess what? Yeah, so Tanino has a game. This It's not settled as much as when Dave Montgomery texted me this information. He was like, when we beat Forks, uh-huh. Forks is winless. So you feel pretty good if you're a beaver, but ain't not, nothing settled. till. Are they playing in Tanino or they in They are Forks? playing on the blacktop. Okay, well, that's I will good for be them. Get, getting in the car and driving out there as soon as we're Driving done. on the blacktop to the blacktop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Great. Uh, stopping at the 50-yard line. Uh, <laughs> anyway, if they win, they will be in a tie with either Hoquiam or Raymond South Bend. Um, so the, they will play the winner of that game in Montesano in a winner-to-district game tomorrow. And then they go with the crossover to or to the district with the Trico. And I'm pretty sure that's the same format as all the other 1A districts, even though that there are more teams in soccer than other sports. Okay. Because you throw the two Bs into it mm-hmm. but i have no clue yeah i think it's just top four of each and it's yeah. the same setup because yeah and obviously like united in, is in the trico yeah, and walko and forks and rsb yeah so all right yeah soccer yeah so playoff soccer this weekend great check it out uh how you guys feel about the weather outside pretty pretty toasty it's pretty warm i like it it has been wish, nice wish it was a little cooler in your homes maybe I'm actually good right now. I, th- I don't think we need to do this one this time. <laughs> well, our friends at Americal Heating and Cooling <laughs> beg to differ. Uh, your comfort is their business. If your hot is either too hot, if your, your house, hot is too hot. If your, your hot, hot is, is too house. If your hot is too house, call Americal Heating and Air Conditioning. Emphasis on the air conditioning right now. Is it not heating and cooling anymore? It's heating and air conditioning. I think it always has been. Uh, <laughs> those checks still clear and i hope I, it's that yeah. meme with the astronaut always has been yeah <laughs> they're right behind <laughs> you as you speak uh serving western washington you can call them at 360-273-3300 for their 24 7 emergency service line or you can visit west.americoolonline.com and click the bright yellow request an appointment box which will i assume Open up uh, a whole new page that lets you request an appointment, and they'll come talk to you and be like, hey, buddy, are you too hot or too cold? And then you can, you know, let them know what's going on. Um, You can also visit their, uh, you know, shop at 21822 Old Highway 99 Southwest in Centralia. Your comfort is their business. One of our better ad reads. Uh, do you guys want to talk about the softball going on tonight? Just briefly, like yeah, what's, sure. what's happening? Chaos what's, is happening. I saw Black Hills. Did they beat WF West? What they beat WF there? West. They almost run ruled WF West. It was what? seven nothing, and it was pretty dominant. Um, just kind of everything went right for them. And Mike Vesey, their coach, afterwards was saying, "Yeah, we've kind of just been waiting for a day for everything to come together and everybody to like play to their abilities and limit the mental mistakes." And they just hit and hit and hit some more and. I mean, their thing this whole season has been they have Zoe Theophilus. Is that Theophilus, how you pronounce it? Or Theophilus. What a, what a hell of a Greek name. Very Greek yeah. name. Yeah. Um, she is committed to play softball at Central next year. She mm-hmm. is 
one of the better players in the league and it's kind of been there have been she's had a lot of those you know Shohei games where she'll like throw a two hitter and hit a home run and they'll lose two to one mm-hmm. uh they she got the support uh I think they had 13 hits against Ella Young and then they threw a swing player in there when it was like seven to nothing so things went right for Black Hills and they took that and lost to Aberdeen last year, last yesterday, I think, and are losing to Centralia right now. So, what is going on at the EFCO? Why is a, it like this? It's a good question. It's a good question. So, Black Hills, with that win, preserved its postseason hopes. Uh, if they do not score five runs in the next inning, then <laughs> I think those I postseason think hopes out. are dead. Also, Speaking of wild things in the EFCO, uh, Rochester is currently leading Tumwater eight to five. Yeah, the, this Rochester team that has like struggled to score runs all year has eight runs on Ella Ferguson through five. State champion Ella Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, who is... We don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what's, what is happening here. <laughs> we should ask who the favorite is because, yeah, no idea. Right. WF West was like, probably in the safest position to win league, and then they lost to Black Hills, who isn't <laughs> going to make the postseason. And if Tumwater loses, WF West is miraculously back in, yeah. back in the league title race. It's that I just remember that day for UW football when UW lost to Cal to knock itself out of the Rose Bowl picture and within three hours like i think oregon lost to winless arizona or something like that like nobody wants it yeah and i mean a result like i know alex sort of been beating the drum for rochester a lot just like if they get hot mm-hmm. <laughs> look what could happen yeah yeah obviously centralia is still in the mix um yeah centralia i think centralia and rochester are currently they're both four and four in the fourth spot behind Tomwater, WF West, and Aberdeen. So only one of those two teams is going to make it unless Aberdeen just tanks, which probably isn't going to happen. Oh, sure. Say something isn't going to happen in the EBCO softball situation. Well, if I just jinx them and both Rochester and Centralia get in, we won't have a problem with that. I will say, too, Aberdeen has games against Centralia on Friday and then against WF West on Tuesday. So it's, it's isn't it great when your league games actually count for the league standings and everybody plays each other and the games have consequences. Yeah, that is kind of nice. Yeah. So just some like massive games in that league. Um, Pretty much every single one is important for every team. There's no unimportant games. So um, yeah, because I mean, if, if it holds right now, um, that yep, Centralia yeah. Rochester, Centralia and Rochester end their season playing against each other. That could be for the last district spot yeah. on Tuesday. The only thing that this se- this end of the Evco season is lacking is that WF West doesn't play Tumwater again. Yeah, they so, they already took care of all their games at the of, very beginning for some reason. So it it, it was to the th- to the point of when WF West lost all. Tumwater needed to do would see itself through because it was up by a half a game and would keep winning, but they're losing right now. So now it's just out of those two, whoever finishes with the better record over these last three games. Uh, how about the C2BL? Is anybody catching at them? No. no. Okay. Who's number two? Rainier. And <laughs> probably they're distancing themselves. I mean, we're running out of league games because half of their league games aren't league games and they've beaten Toledo and they've beaten Napa Vine. And those are the next two. So I think they're five and one, and the next best team is three and three. So no, there's a team that's five and two. Toledo, yeah. I think. They've already beaten Toledo, but yeah, I don't know. But no, no one's no one's ca- caught Adna. No one will catch Adna. 
Okay. Uh, PWV, I think, has been pretty solid. I think they're looking like they'll be either one or two okay. in that Pacific and League. Acosta is kind of the, the other team. They did split with them, so I think it kind of depends on how all the games shake out. Um, oh, yeah, Toledo's 5-2. and two. Adden's 6-0, and oh, Rainier's 5-1, and one. Toledo's 5-2. and two. And then there are four teams that are either 3-3 three and three or 3-4. Three and four. Right. So, um, and yeah, there's a lot of time left. I think Adna's playing Napa Vine tomorrow. So the rival, little rivalry matchup there. I don't anticipate it being close. Sorry, Napa Vine. Everyone's got three league games left. Okay. Except for Napa Vine, who has four. But wild that in this might be the only sport this year where the Evergreen Conference is much more interesting than the Central 2B. Yeah. Because yeah, most of the yeah. time, the Central 2B is, has much more parity, is much more interesting with the league race. Uh, not the case with softball. No, that's the, the, the wildest game. You, you guys should write like a, like a district tournament preview. It's just like, here's why everything is weird and we have no idea what's going on. We could write like a, like a, a case for each team. That would be we fun. could be like, Rochester could win it, and this is how they could win it. That would be great. WFS be could win it, this is how they could win it. Yeah. I don't could do his parody wheel thing where everybody's beat everybody. Yeah, I already did that. Yeah, that already happened. Now there's just there's probably several different (laughs) parody wheels that work. Here's the parody wheel I wrote on April 10th. We'd have to probably do some GSHL research. Um, I think Ridgefield. I can pull up their game changer. Actually, we have uh, access. Oh. Um, no, we just like follow them because forked out that four ninety nine a month for game changer access. Right? Oh, we got we got Chad to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Richfield only has one loss, and it's it to where are you? Where's your loss to Skyview, which is a four A team. Um, yeah, they've run through their league. It looks like they've beaten everyone by double digits except R.I. Long, who they only beat seven to zero. Our long's like five and nine. But every other one looks like pretty much run rule. They are currently playing Hawkinson, and they are up two to nothing in the fifth inning. I think. Did I click the right thing? I did. You're looking at baseball. Yes. Oh, were you not talking about baseball? <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. All right, long <laughs> softball is much better than all right, long baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, Ridgefield's probably, if, if you were to predict right now, when that district tournament comes around, they'd probably be the favorite just cause they, they beat the crap out of Tumwater earlier this season, 14 to one. And they also beat Rochester five to two. Um, and they've run through their league unscathed. So, um, just by resume, they're probably, uh, the team to beat. But other than that, um, it's wide open. And again, I would it's not a, be surprised. It's a if, bunch of teams that on their good days could probably beat anybody and on their bad days could lose to anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, games to watch outside of postseason stuff. It's you just all the, these. It's all just the, the two AFCO softball yeah. games. Yeah. WFS Rochester softball Friday, Aberdeen at Centralia softball Friday, and then Tuesday, Aberdeen at WF West and Centralia at Rochester. Anything could happen in any of these games. Yeah. Yeah. It's like legitimately, I think I've said this already, it's legitimately fun to go to any 2A Evco softball game between any of the teams. It's like it's legitimately like the softball is good. Like not only is there a lot of parity, like there are legitimately just good teams that keep it mostly clean and or they have a great pitcher or some great batters. It's legitimately fun to watch. And yeah, just about anyone could win on any given day. Uh, anything else you guys want to cover before we cut this one out? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, All right. Stay tuned for yeah. Alec or Josh's uh, 
in-depth accounting of who could win the District 4 2A softball tournament. It's Shelton. Good night. It's not. (laughs) 